addition to dog-eared, I have a show called Health Power. Now, I've been in health media for 24 years, radio, TV, and podcasts. And I really care about not just what I put in my body, but what I put on my body. So I am absolutely in love with One Earth Body Care. Now, I extend that to my pets. I'm very careful about what I feed them, and I'm very careful about what I put on them. So I was so excited to find out that One Earth Body Care also has pet shampoo bars, which are phenomenal. They're gentle with organic oatmeal to soothe skin. Their neutral pH matches your pet skin pH. Last 20 plus washes for large dogs and they're scented with pet friendly essential oils. They also have a skin fix for pets, organic coconut, sunflower, and jojoba oils. It has calendula, which stimulates healing. It's great for hot spots, itchy patches, and their nose and paws. It's edible ingredients, safe to lick, and it's available with lavender oil or unscented. So I highly recommend you go to oneearthbodycare.com, click on pets, and get these for your pets. And while you're there, you can get wonderful things for your hair, your face, and body, and more. Again, oneearthbodycare.com. Once you have had a wonderful dog, a life without one is a life diminished. That's a quote by author Dean Coots, and I couldn't agree more. I want my wonderful dogs to live as long as possible, and what they eat plays a huge role in their health and longevity. Kibble is full of seed oils that wreak havoc on our dog's health. They damage their microbiome, which affects digestion, oral health, their skin and coat, and more. And that's why I feed my dog Benji Yumwoof. Their air-dried food is GMO-free and has an inflammation-reducing recipe with omega-3 and coconut oil. It's all the benefits of fresh food without the fridge, carbs, fillers, seed oils, and other inflammatory ingredients you see in other brands. Yum Woof obsessively crafted a healthy, low-carb food with humanely raised USDA meat, eggs, and other non-GMO superfoods that my dog loves. Try the number one air-dried dog food for gut health for 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. That's 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. Go to www.yumwoof.com. That's www.yumwoof.com. You and your dog will be so glad you did. And I am super excited. Today, we have a fantastic guest, LeVar Carter. He is a founder of Bully Girl Magazine and BGM Warehouse. LeVar has established himself as an expert in photography, as well as graphic and apparel design. With nothing more than the will to learn and an idea, Bully Girl Magazine and BGM Warehouse were formed in 2010, with Bully Girl Magazine now being the biggest bully breed resource for dog enthusiasts and BGM Warehouse being their number one fashion choice to support the breed. Now, you know I'm obsessed with pit bulls, and I love his work, LeVar's work, because not only does he have an absolutely unbelievably fantastic magazine, but he has a kick-ass podcast as well, the Bully Girl Magazine podcast, and I thought it would be fun to have him on my show. This is going on his show as well, so his audience can get to know him. So this is all about LeVar. Hey, LeVar, how are you today? All right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right. So, LeVar. Does your dog do... Well, I have an English bulldog right now and Aww. a French bulldog, and they're both funny. So <laughs> the English bulldog, she her name is Blue, and she's like the closest to a human that any dog could ever be. Like, if you, you can just talk to her. She has facial expressions for different things that you say. If you don't give her food when she wants it, like she pouts and, and stomps her feet. <laughs> and then you have um, Mogwai. 
was the French Bulldog. And he's just funny because of all the energy he has. Like, he walks around, he's a small dog, but he walks around like he's the king of the house. And, like, chases Blue all over the place. He gets frustrated with him, but they're both hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny because Blue, my pit bull, Blue's such a great name. He sits like a person. And I bet you've seen this with some bully breeds where, like, he's mm-hmm. on the couch and he's just kind of sitting on his butt. His legs are straight out. And he just kind of looks, you know, sometimes we feel like there's, like, a little person in there. <laughs> I think bully bully breeds are super interesting. All right. So when did your love of dogs begin? And then second question, when did your love of bully breeds begin? Uh, So basically, I've always had a love for dogs, pit bulls in particular. And I had a few growing up. Uh, but as far as bully breeds, I just stumbled upon them on the internet one day and I was like, why does my pit bull not look as big and, and brolic as these dogs? So I'm like packing them full of food and doing all these workouts with them and his body type is not changing. So I'm like, I did a little more research and I found out it was a whole different breed. That's when I learned about the different types of bully breeds. I started going to the shows and everything mm-hmm. and that's where it all began. You know, it's funny you say that because a few years ago, my daughter and I were on Instagram and we're looking at these American bullies and we were also thinking they were pit bulls. And my daughter was like, mom, I don't understand. How are these pit bulls so big? I mean, look at blue. And so it was really interesting. And from my understanding, the American bully is from a Staffordshire and a pit bull. Is that right, LeVar? Yeah, that's where it started. But now if you go and look at some of the dogs that people are creating now, it's like a lot more complicated than that. But that's definitely where the, the foundation came from. You know, I used to look at some pictures and some of the color patterns were so intricate and amazing. My husband's like, "Are that is that Photoshop? I said, no, I think they really, like, talk to us a little bit about that because I've seen some incredible colors on these dogs. Yeah, it just comes down to, um, you know, bloodlines and lineage. So you can pretty much, see any type of color with these dogs nowadays like tricolors blues whites uh you know anything that you can imagine pretty much like i've seen some some exotic colors out there yeah they're really nice now i understand that you got your first bully breed from a guy named jonathan santos of new england mm-hmm. Gottline and gaudy line gaudy line thank you <laughs> <laughs> gaudy line and that he introduced you to Gaudy Line Magazine, which was a publication to, dedicated to a new breed. What were your first impressions of the magazine, and how did that influence you to start Bully Girl Magazine, LLC? Yeah, so once I decided that I wanted to be a breeder myself, um, I had to find somebody to purchase puppies from. Got scammed a few times. Uh, finally found somebody trustworthy, which was Jonathan Santos, New England Gaudy Line. And I would, since I had already been burned two times, it was like, I'm just going to stick with with Jonathan for like all of my puppies. So every time I would go out there, he would give me a copy of this magazine called Gotti Line Magazine. I don't know who the owner was, but one time I go out there and I'm expecting, you know, to get a new copy. And he's like, oh, they went out of business. So I was like, okay, a light bulb went off. And I'm like, what if I make a magazine? But at the time, I don't know anything about building a magazine, publishing, editing, photography. I don't know any of that stuff. So I decided to just learn it all. Literally took every course or every course you can imagine um, and just got right to work. See, I find that so impressive. I think there's a lot of us who feel like there's something we really want to do, but we get so overwhelmed by the process. What advice do you have to someone listening who has a passion related to dogs or something else? And they just, they feel like there's too many steps to get started. 
My advice is very simple. I would just say, just get started. Right. Because the second you get started, you're going to realize all of the other steps that are involved and you just take them one at a time. If you sit there and try to plan for it or oh, I'll start next week or I'll do it when I have this much money or this much time, you're just going to keep putting it off and it'll never happen. What did you find the most interesting? Was it the photography? Was it how to put a magazine together? Was it the financing? So the instant I started taking pictures, I knew photography was like a big passion of mine. So I'll go and take pictures of lakes and buildings and anything. So that's how I know I, I just love photography. So that made building a magazine very easy because like I always have my camera with me. And if I don't, I'm like trying to capture the same quality with, with a cell phone if I can. Yeah, I think that's really good. I know I love photography as well. I want to talk a little bit about bully breed shows just for a moment. And then I want to jump right back into the magazine. I understand after you got your uh, bully breed from Jonathan Santos, you started going to shows. What are those like for people who've never been? Uh, bully shows are fun. They're all over. You can pretty much in every state from here to Cali, even overseas, every Saturday and Sunday, you can probably find a bully show somewhere. Um, it's a cool environment. There's dogs and people, family, children, it's everybody walking around showing off their dogs. Um, and you get to meet a lot of cool people. Oh, that sounds fun. And it's so nice to meet like-minded people. You know, one of the things that I find so frustrating is all of the bully prejudice. And it's so annoying when I'm walking blue and I see people either, you know, cross the street or they just get really nervous and I have to explain that he's really good. It's just so exhausting, but yet we have to keep doing this. Talk to us about how your magazine helps educate people around these, these breeds uh, discrimination. So that's uh, pretty much the purpose of Bully Girl Magazine is to educate and inform people, uh, not just the people who have the misconceptions about the breed, but, you know, you're going to have people who see these dogs and instantly want to start breeding. And they, they're newbies. So they don't know right. anything about the breed or bloodlines or any, any of that stuff. So with Bully Girl Magazine, you can pick that up and start to learn and hear what these other breeders are telling you, hear from their mistakes and, and just really learn everything before you jump into it. Because you don't want, this isn't something where you want to learn the hard way. Oh, like yeah. You, can, you know, you can lose puppies, you can lose whole litters. So it's not something you just want to just practice doing it and learn as you go. Yeah, well, you just posted a fantastic blog post on August 30th, uh, how to find the best bully breeders. And I'd love to go through that a little bit, because I do think that people might not have, you know, really don't know much about it, but they get super excited. And then it ends up badly, like you're saying, there's definitely things that matter. And you say the importance of choosing a responsible bully breeder. So <laughs> this isn't for you if you're going to do it yourself. But if you want to get a dog from a breeder, you have to talk about the health implications, the temperament, the medical records. Tell us a little bit about this. Whenever you're, you're choosing a breeder, like I told you, I've been burned two times. It's not even just about, mm. you know, getting the, the right dog is like the second half of it. But first you want to be just dealing with an honest and, and trustworthy person to begin with. Right. Because people are getting scammed, you know, they're sending money, which I've done. I've sent money through PayPal and stuff like that. And you're expecting to get a puppy delivered and you just don't. So that's why oh I created gosh. the app also. So you can kind of communicate with people first and see who they are and, and kind of get to know them and, and make that decision from a different um, point of view instead of just saying, all right, I want this puppy. Looks cool. I saw the pictures. I'm sending money. And then nothing ever arrives. Yeah, I'm so sorry that happened. I would be so pissed. But on the second half of it, actually, you know, with the health and, and the papers, again, still referring back to the app, like you can ask right. all those questions. Do you have paperwork for the dogs? How, you know, how, do they have all their shots? 
anything that you know you want to double check before you actually purchase puppies from somebody you can you can go through that with them on the app oh see that's incredible because again a lot of people might need be new to this i've always had rescue dogs because i've never had a puppy but i've thought about getting a puppy and then i get a little bit overwhelmed <laughs> Uh, so, and I also like a dog that's a little older, but listen, people are going to be getting puppies. And I think you're doing such an incredible service by providing them with people who are reputable and who, who are doing a really good job. I do think it's really cool that, um, you do have some information about an adoption, uh, rescue category and tell us about that, which I think is great. So when I made the app, you know, I wanted to make sure I definitely included that category because it's not all about purchasing puppies. We um we're very big on on rescuing puppies. We don't believe that you know you should just only keep buying puppies and breeding puppies. If you could save a dog, that's definitely more important. A lot of dogs are getting killed in shelters every single day. So and not you know not just bully breeds. So you know any any dog breed can go on Bully Girl on the Bully Girl app, and oh, we nice. try to you know, provide rescue for all, all breeds. Oh, that's great. Now, how do we get the app? Do we just go to our app store? Yeah, so it's on um, the Apple store, the Google Play store. So whether you have iPhone or Android, whatever it is, like you'll be able to download the app and it's now, free. So you don't have to pay anything. You just get it and get right on there and start talking to breeders. Oh, that's awesome. Now, it must feel so amazing to have just released your 13th anniversary issue. I mean, what a huge accomplishment, especially in this day and age to even have a successful magazine because so many things are digital. And I understand you have a digital component as well. But how did that feel? Uh, it feels good to be in business for 13 years. That just speaks to <laughs> the fact that we're doing the right thing by the yeah. community. That Absolutely. people still subscribe to us. People still order magazines, order T-shirts, hats. Um, that just means we're doing something right. How did you handle the ups and downs? Because anytime you start a new business, there's going to be challenges. How did you get through to like know that this was going to come to fruition and be successful? Um, I mean, you never know. Right. But when there's ups and downs, I mean, that's just who I am. Like, So whether it is up times or down times, I don't really ever let that stop me in anything, not just with the magazine. Because like you just said, they're, they're temporary times. Right. So maybe soft people will, you know, fold up under that kind of pressure. I'm just like riding a wave and it'll be over soon and then we'll be right back doing what we were doing. I like that. Well, I really enjoyed reading this story about a time uh, early in your magazine. You were a, uh, at a bully breed show and there was a vendor and he didn't want to sell your magazines because he was afraid he wasn't going to make his money back. So what did you do to get him to sell them? Uh, so yeah, that was in the early times. Um, we don't really have a, a name yet. We're new. Yeah. Um, and this vendor knows who he is. So if he watches this video, <laughs> he'll probably be laughing. But uh, yeah, so I, I came up to the, the booth with you know a stack of magazines, and I said, hey, you know, you want to buy them wholesale so that you can have another product to sell to everybody that comes to your booth. And he wasn't really interested. And you know, with you know, I respect that he wasn't interested because you know, what is this like? It's just some random magazine that he never heard of. So I said, all right, I left the magazines there. You can sell them. I don't want any of the money. Keep the money. And, you know, we'll talk once they're all sold. I'm thinking I'm going to talk to him a few days later or a week later. All those magazines sold out that same day. And yes. He was already placing his first order. <laughs> that is awesome. I love stories like that. Now, you mentioned earlier that in the publication, Bully Girl Magazine, it does talk about, you know, the prejudice against the breed. What are some other things that we're going to find in the pages of the magazine? 
Uh, you'll find kennel interviews. Nice. Once in a while, you'll find celebrities with dogs. Mm. Uh, we put information, uh, informative articles in there. So like I told you earlier, that people can learn uh, how to get into breathing and stuff like that. You'll find photos from all of the bully shows around the world, stuff like that, just to name a few. Bully Girl Magazine started with attractive women with bully breeds, which I think is clever. And I think Blue and I would have been a great fit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now that the magazine has evolved, it's more family friendly. And tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so, yeah, that was just uh, the idea um, in the beginning. I was like, all right, I need to come up with a name, Bully Girl. I like that. So I wanted to take pictures with, you know, pretty girls and dogs. Uh, that was short lived. You know, we're on issue 106. That was probably only the first year or two. And then after that, the the people will always decide what your product really is or what it will be. Otherwise you'll go out of business. So, uh, and that's what they wanted. They wanted, you know, spotlighting, you know, the, the female breeders in the game. So we took that and we ran with it, but we don't only showcase female breeders. We showcase everybody, but that's just the name. And yes, they do get a little more, uh, I, I don't know, I guess a little more of the spotlight is on, on the female breeders than the male breeders, but we, we have love for everybody. See, I think that's really cool. It is such a beautiful magazine. I love the photography. I love reading the stories. I love looking at the pictures of dogs. And for people listening, they might think Bully Girl. They might think uh, Pitbull or uh, American Bully. But you mentioned, I mean, Frenchie, English Bulldogs, American Bulldogs. Uh, I think even any breed. At this point um, in the game, I would I would put a poodle in there. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Um, like we're we're talking about dogs and and respect for all breeds and 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 all, and good breeding habits, no matter what you're breeding. I don't right. care gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> I do it the right way, you know. You know, it's funny you say that because as a kid, all I ever wanted was a dog. I mean, that is it. And my mother was afraid of dogs. It didn't matter what kind of dog she was afraid. So there was there's no way I was going to get a dog. But by some miracle, she let me have a hamster. And Rascal lived three and a half years. I think I willed it. I taught it to climb stairs. I treat wow. it like a dog. Uh, yeah, hamsters usually live a year. So when you said gerbil, it made me think of Rascal. But there is nothing better than dogs. And I discovered my love of bully breeds when I was 33. I got my first dog ever. It took until then. Uh, I went to the shelter with my husband. We had just gotten married. And we were super excited to get a dog. We were living behind his parents. They had an in-law apartment and they had a fenced in yard. Anyway, long story short, I see this beautiful, I don't even know what the dog is. I just see this beautiful dog and just picture the dog from something about Mary, which is a border terrier mixed with the, with the pit bull. Okay. So that's Bailey. He's in the back of the cage. He's quiet. He has a big cone on his head and they said, oh, he was hit by a car. He's going to need an expensive surgery. Well, we were living rent free in my husband's parents' in-law apartment. So I'm like, we're, I started crying. Like we're taking this dog. I didn't even know literally nothing. And then we find out Pitbull and I'm like, oh, I had never really known that much about Pitbulls. And then I discovered the joy. And then I told my husband, I will never live without a pit or a pit mix. And I'm sure all the bully breeds are great, but that's my favorite. Do you have one that you gravitate towards or is it more like you just like all the bully breeds? Uh, I would say I just like all the bully breeds. Uh, a cool looking dog is a cool looking dog. Right. Um, so I'm not really tied to any specific breed. I used to probably you know, gravitate more towards once I discovered the American bully, that was like my, my favorite for a while. Right. Um, but like I love my Frenchies. Oh, uh, and any dog, like I said, that looks cool, that has right. good temperament, like it's hard not to let them win you over. So Right. 
I'm so glad you mentioned that because for me, it's the temperament and that's where people get confused. You know, I, luckily my vet is well-informed. We were talking and she said, do you know that pit bulls score higher or the same as labs and goldens on a temperament test? I said, yep. I tell that to people. They look at me like I have 25 heads. And I think what, one of the things I love so much about bully breeds is they're incredibly affectionate. I mean, blue can ignore me for half the day, but when it's time for us to be together, he is on me. He is sitting on me. We are cuddling. He's on my lap. And I want a dog that's like in my face, being with me, being on me. And that's what I find so fabulous about the bully breeds. They're incredibly affectionate. Yeah. Uh, They definitely have good temperament. And that's, you know, either of my dogs right now, like the second I come home, like they're just right there, just staring, waiting to be pet. (laughs) And then they just fall over and just like, they've been waiting for it all day, I guess. (laughs) It's so funny because I just saw this thing on Instagram before our interview and it was, it's like a cartoon thing, but it's really funny. And it's just the dog, you know, the woman's like, I got to go get dog food. I'll be back in 10 minutes. And the dog's like, oh my God, they've been gone forever. And then all this stuff. And then then they're they're (laughs) typing and smoking a cigar and like the days of loneliness. And then she comes home and the dog goes crazy. And then the owner's like, why do you smell like a cigar? And I was like, I love clever stuff like that. And it is so nice that no matter I can literally go down the driveway to get the mail and come back. And my dogs are thrilled. Like they haven't seen me in 500 years. Like who else acts that way? That's Mogwai to a T. Like the second you walk away from him and you go out the door, you just sit there and stare at the door until you come back. (laughs) Like you're never coming back. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Well, was there anything that we didn't talk about today, LeVar, that you were hoping that we would touch on? especially in regards to bully girl magazine. I mean, obviously I want to get all the social media info. How do we get it? But any other information aside from that? No, that's really it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still getting used to being on this side of the camera anyway. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're doing, you're awesome. I would not know that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And we can always do uh future episodes where we can just keep diving deeper into everything about the magazine yes. the app. So this doesn't have to be the only interview. The yeah. only interview. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm happy to hear that. So, how do people get your fantastic magazine, your app, everything? Uh, so, definitely follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Everything is Bully Girl Mag. Um, the website is bgmwarehouse.com. You can subscribe. You can buy single issues. You can get merch, and everything is there. I do and love the merch. The app as well. Yes, I had written down a specific item that I liked, and it was a racerback tea. I love those, and they're super great. I also wanted to mention that you have some recipes, the healthy homemade snack recipes for bully breed dogs. You know, Blue has a lot of sensitivities, and I don't know if that runs throughout bully breeds, but he's always itchy. He's always chewing his paws. I had to get him on a special diet. He lives on ground turkey, peas cauliflower and acorn squash and it's a lot of work but he's so much better so it's really interesting do you have you found that with your bullies do they have like food sensitivities or allergies yeah, and stuff i think that's just dogs in general um, right not just the bully breeds but you yeah, know definitely um blue has like skin allergies like she lives on benadryl because oh. her, her she always has like spots in her fur right um and I've heard that with, with a lot of different breeds. Like I have people that reach out all the time, like, oh, I have this type of dog and this is happening. We actually made a um a soap, a BGM soap for nice. the dog breeds for for that uh, dry spots and, and hot spots and rashes and stuff like that. So 
Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, I have to try that. And I also, it's funny, my eyes lit up when you said the Benadryl, because right now we've been giving him this shot called Cytopoint. I have a holistic vet who wants to do everything holistic. And then I have my in, my regular vet who's like, just give him the shot. It's no big deal. And I get, you know, I'd like to do a mix of both. I'm kind of more into the whole integrative health. Like, let's look at the whole thing. And she said, listen, if you don't want to do the Cytopoint, try the Benadryl. And I'm like, well, how does that work? So we're going to talk later because I want to <laughs> know how this works. <laughs> Yeah, she literally gets, you take a piece of cheese, put the Benadryl in there, fold oh, it. Okay. And she, she looks forward to that piece of cheese every day, but she doesn't know she's actually taking medicine to keep her skin nice. And it's helpful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, I'm learning so much from you, LaVar. This is awesome. All right. Well, if people want to follow me, you can find me and my beautiful dogs at Lisa Davis MPH on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And I've been having a lot of fun on there. It's mostly dog stuff. There's some other stuff as well. And I just hope everybody keeps coming back and be sure to check out the Bully Girl Magazine podcast. It's awesome. And go check out all of LaVar's stuff. And thanks so much for being here. Everybody have a great day.